0: This is the Reading Aloud Podcast. I'm Marisol Collette. And I'm Adam Collette. And you love us, because we love you. We sure do. And let's get to today's conversation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Neo is such a good listener.
0: Neo and Pleat are eerily similar. They're both good listeners, and yet both wild and crazy at the same time.
1: And annoying, because Pleat is extra.
0: Yeah, Pleat's extra annoying. But, you know, Neo has his moments. <laughs> I mean, he's a two-and-a-half-year-old, so, you know. But I just think he's such a good listener. Well, like, come when you call him oh, yeah. and sit down, and, like, he knows what to do. He just, like, can't help himself. That's it.
1: That's what they have in common. That's what they have in common. You know, we just had this—I call it a long weekend, even though it was a average-length weekend. But you were out of town, <laughs> and it was long. It was I long, mean, I, we were in the ER. Sometimes a
0: Saturday can take a couple months to get through.
1: Yes, and can we come back to the fact that it was longer than any other?
0: Any other? Yeah, of course. Come back.
1: You know, it wasn't actually because when he was <laughs> uh, he, when he was like one and things like that, those were long because his sleeping and up and all of that. Those were long when we were by ourselves. In this instance, he slept mostly through the night, but he hit his head bad,
0: yeah, hard. It was bad. Big boink.
1: Yeah, understatement. Anyways, I think he's a really great listener. He just listens to me so well, and I'm, this morning... You're
0: so good at how you talk to him. You're just really good at, like, navigating him and engaging him in, like, a sweet and loving way. My default is crazy. Like, I'm going to match your crazy. (laughs) And... That works for, like, a while, and it's fun, and then it's kind of like a light switch. I'm like, all right, I'm done, or you just punch me in the face, and you bit my leg. We get to that point, but you're just, like, level, steady, setting boundaries. Like, I am literally learning so much around communication. (laughs) So, my soul's laughing because... Women are X chromosomes. You know, we're all in this fertility stuff, so we're all about the genetics and X and Y and all this. Women are X chromosomes. Men are Y chromosomes. And it was pointed out to us the other day. It was pointed out to my soul, but it, that you know, X has these four sides and Y just has three, so there's kind of a missing link there. So we've been doing this little motion. Men are just missing a leg. You know, we're just... We're, You're missing we're, something. We're missing something. So, been doing this little motion where you make an X with your hands, just kind of like cross them, touching, cross them, and then just move down one of the sides. <laughs> slowly, slowly move it down <laughs> as a as a symbol of I'm just missing something. So <laughs> it's really funny, uh,
1: you know, but also they say three three legs on a on a triangles
0: are the strongest shape.
1: Oh my gosh. I feel like nerd alert and the whole world now knows. Well, I appreciate that. And I think that I do have a nice, like a flow. Like I check in, I check out, I give attention. I don't give attention. Like it's this subtle, like hyper attunement. I mean, I feel like I've been training my whole life to be attuned to other people's needs.
0: Yeah. And then now you have a perfect... Well, like I have somebody who actually needs me to needs, do that for right, the first right. time yeah. ever. Yeah, I just appreciate it because I learn a lot. I mean, I I really try to um, emulate. emulate. Oh, that's yeah, that's what I was looking for. Um, emulate you.
1: Mm, That's sweet. I appreciate that. I've really been coming into my role as a parent, as a mother even, which we had this whole conversation about, do I identify as a mother? And, you know, in that conversation, I acknowledged that motherhood doesn't look the same for everyone. And also it is very similar for a lot of people. And I do feel like I'm a little bit like a exception to maybe a more natural state and also there's a ton of people like me so a single mother who is a client of mine and i use marco polo as one of the tools for staying in touch with my clients and being able to see their clothes etc and she said one time i really appreciate the way that you demonstrated showing up for me for her while also showing up for your kid who was in the back seat and And also you were taking over something that was typically something your husband did. And she's like, I really appreciate how you showed up for your family and your kid and also me. And I bet your kid really appreciates it too. Mm. And I was like, wow, because of course I have the thought of like, when he's in the car, I need to be checking in with him and paying attention to him and spending that quality time with him. But sometimes that's a really good place for me to do other work. So, so yeah. So ever since then, I've just felt differently because she owns a restaurant and she talked about her daughters having to, having to come with her to the restaurant as a single mother. Then that one of her daughters said to her that those were her favorite days were the days she got to go be at the restaurant and see her mom work. And that was real eye opening for her. And I thought this isn't a Really incredible way of parenting for Neo to see me working so hard like that is a great way to mother
0: yeah no I mean I mean they talk about that teach your kids so much solely by how you directly interact with them but also how you show up in the world you know he's learning so much from you by just listening and seeing you work
1: can we give each other one tip that for parenting each other one tip and then we'll promise to practice it for 2 weeks. Okay. Like you have to take the tip in other words. <laughs> yeah. One parenting tip. Yeah.
0: Okay, I think I think I got one. So there's there's two. There's oh. two.
1: Do I get to pick which one I'm going to put into action? Well,
0: one is like yeah, you can pick. One is like with Neo and the other is it's parenting but it's also between us. Uh.
1: i don't want this one go ahead
0: okay with neo you do this occasionally i've noticed you do it a little bit more recently and he likes it a lot and i would just like to see more of it is you be goofy with him you're always very level-headed you're really good at giving him choices and whatnot but it's not the like energetic because you play with him you play and you're creative with him, but you're not overly childish and goofy. And I know that you have that in your personality. You mean
1: like when I burp in his face?
0: Yeah, when you burp in his face or you know, like you make funny faces. And I'm usually the goofy one with him. But you know, I usually bring the milk up and I'm not asking you to bring the bottle up. That's whatever you usually take a do bath time. So it's naturally me to bring the bottle up. But Last night I was giving him a bath and you brought the bottle up. And when I bring the bottle up, I usually am become a character or I'm kind of goofy. And you did last night and it was so good and so fun. And I just I think one tip would be just to let your freak flag fly a little bit more with him and just be super goofy. Because I think that instills in him an ability to be spontaneous and fun and not so serious.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. that's my one tip. Great. You want me to be goofier with you because I'm goofy
0: with you. You are goo. No, you are overly goofy with me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, just be goofier with Neo.
1: Okay. well, you said you had another one when
0: I was thinking about it. So my other one is I would just request that you have gotten into and I think all of them are reasonable, but like you've kind of gotten into a habit of shutting me down really quickly while we're Mm. both interacting with Neo Mm. being like, hey, I got it. Or like, stop. And, you know, I understand each situation why, but I have felt it just kind of increase over the past, whatever, recent past. And it just kind of happens on hand, like, I got this, you know, or like, back away, I'm dealing with this right now. And... I know it's easier for one person to kind of handle it, but I think it's an, an up level for both of us to be engaged in handling a situation instead of just it being focal point of one person. Not that it always has to be that way, but, you know, don't don't shut me down as much in terms of situations that we're trying to manage, whether that be food, whether that be bedtime, whether that if he's acting out or something of that nature.
1: I have so much to say. Okay. As we know, I'm, I can be really defensive. So I have defenses on all of this. I will say the fir- I feel more defensive about the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But let's talk about the second one because I had multiple different thoughts. One, I will say I have been doing that more. And one thing that I've noticed is that it's you and him doing a thing. And I'm actually even worse coming in with the stop that, do it this way kind of thing. Like it's not even my business. So that's even worse. So I do know that. And I've noticed that and I've wondered what to do about it. The second thing I'll say is you are talking about ultra parenting. Like this has got to be number one thing for every.
0: Wait, what is ultra parenting? Like
1: some kind of magical version of parenting that doesn't actually exist, but only in like the most enlightened people in the world. Because what you're saying is how do two people with separate opinions navigate that? What, like, how do we come together? How are we a team? Like you hear about it all the time. Telepathic communication. Exactly.
0: A.K.A ultra parenting
1: exactly the team mentality we got to come at this together not the good cop bad cop all this stuff right so i think great for you i think it's wonderful <laughs> aspirations and them young meaning you and i young we are young parents them young i think the the number three on that one is that the consequences feel so high stakes food in particular right And I think it's easy. This is probably common for a lot of people. It's like if we don't do it right, we're going to pay the price. And then with this dynamic of how y'all are talking to each other and trying to get through something, I'm like, "Ah, I just want feel that there's like we need to put a line on like we need to have the I'm the parent moment. Great. We give you all the choices if you don't if you are unwilling to cooperate then we become the parent we make the choice for you because we have to move on not in a rushed way not in a you know, disempowering way, like in a way of like, we are actually the parents, so we are going to help you and guide you to make the right decision for yourself, which will lead into my suggestion for you, which is kind of where this all started. But I'm sorry, I really am. I don't want to do that. I don't think it looks good for him. I definitely am sure it doesn't feel good for you. And now you're mentioning it. So I get it the first one I feel defensive about because maybe I feel that my role is the, not the goofy, but also I kind of think that I am goofy. And also it's so exhausting. What I did last night with that bottle, putting on that (laughs) whole charade with the backpack on my head and the bottles and the game. And he, he, you were like, what is this? And he said, magic i couldn't believe that
0: yeah it was super cool that was
1: super cool because i had three bottles in the baby backpack
0: and the backpack over your head you were like backpack monster
1: and then you had to choose what cup is the ball under it was totally like that but with bottles which bottle has milk in it and he was like it's magic i was like He's just so cool. I was spent after that. I had no energy left. Like, it's so hard to play yeah, with I kids. Yeah, knew,
0: I knew that the energy thing would probably come up, as I was saying. Because, it's right, it does take, takes it out of you.
1: It's like, I guess it kind of makes me feel sheepish. Because I'm like, well, that's just not my personality. And I am with you, but it's different with a kid. And I do. I like burp in his face. And I tickle him. I don't know. So I'm supposed to do this for two weeks. Both those things?
0: No, you said you get to pick one.
1: I'm going to try them both. Okay. I don't know about the goofy. I feel mad. Well,
0: I mean, I think the more you practice it, the more it becomes like... What if I don't want to? Do it anyway.
1: Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Adam 6.0 is is shocking.
0: iOS lion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You are really speaking your mind these days, and I...
0: Am stunned. <laughs> <laughs> stunned is a good word. Neither good nor bad. It's just stunned. Just stunned. I like it yet I don't like it. Well,
1: I mean, I don't necessarily know how to handle it, but I respect it, I'll tell you that much. Okay, here is my suggestion for you. Are you ready? Put it on me funny that you gave me the suggestion (laughs) that I that you gave me about not interfering this morning I was getting ready because I was going to be on the morning news segments out by the way going to be on the news and I was trying to get ready and focus but I was so preoccupied with listening to you all navigate something that I was like I'm going to shut myself in the bathroom and totally you know zone out get my makeup done and I think you were trying to explain to him that one of his toys was an outside toy and i was like getting ready i think did i did i say something i did say i did say something and then i shut myself up but i was like it's the way you say it already primes him for saying no you're like Neo that's an out it, it's like he here he knows that that's d- like quote unquote discipline neo now that's an outside toy so he's like done you lost in that sentence <laughs> and then you're like i was
0: defeated before the game even started oh, yeah. yeah
1: and then like the way i say it like you said cool and level headed would be like hey buddy don't forget that's an outside toy it's bottom line like it, that's not a question and you're not in trouble for not remembering you just take it outside And he fights with me on that sometimes, of course. But then you were like, okay, do you want to go in the garage? Do you want to go in the backyard, front yard, side yard, upstairs, downstairs, around about?
0: I did not. Okay,
1: so you were like, do you want to go in the garage with that? Or on
0: the porch. I gave him options. I was practicing my options. Interesting.
1: Here's what I heard Do you want to go in the garage with that? No. Neo, that's an outside toy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, meanwhile, scraping the hardwood. Mm-hmm. With, I know mm-hmm. that. One. I knew which one it was. It's the rusted one. <laughs> and he's like, it's
0: the outside digger. It's the
1: outside. Toy.
0: Yeah, We have inside diggers. We have outside oh, diggers. Boy, yeah.
1: The inside front loader ended up in our yeah. bed. We're actually this recording
0: this podcast on diggers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> standing on diggers from the buckets of diggers from the cabins from the cabs Sorry, cabs, cabs
0: cabs yeah i got to get all these terms right
1: tracks versus wheels i know it all now yeah so you were like it's an outside do you want to go in the garage and basically i don't know what happened what ended up happening cuz i closed myself in but it was not you didn't win did you
0: yeah i won how did you win um he put it he put it in the garage and then he came inside did he cry, though? Because we could avoid crying. He just... He got distracted. He he got distracted. I forget exactly, but it, it wasn't an issue. So let me give you... Because I th- sat down with him and we talked about it. Like, I sat next to him and we talked about it.
1: Well, let me just give you the But the I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, no, I'm no, just no, saying,
0: no. like, I it did work out. Like, we didn't... It didn't come to blows. No.
1: I'm <laughs> um, glad. But working out is all that matters.
0: I Well, would... kind of. But we're also, like, if there's a more effective, ultra-parent way to do it.
1: No, I think what I would say is I want him to respect you and never... I don't want him... We're going to have bigger fish to fry. I think that it's like that one goes outside and that's it. And then if he doesn't do that, do you want to take it outside? Will you take it outside, please? No. Nia, will you please take it outside? No. Do you want me to take it or you to take it? No. Okay, I'm going to take it. Period. It's like, quick
0: because I want him to be respect you. I like pity the used car salesman that tries to sell you something. You're like, "Do you want to give this to me for $2,000 or $3,000?" And he's like, "It's 8." And you're like, "2 or 3. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take it for 2 then. Thank you very much." <laughs> you're like you're like the son on transparent when he's buying that van. He's <laughs> like he walks in there. He's like, "I'm going to buy this van for $17,000." And the guy laughs. And then the next scene, he's like walking away with it.
1: For $17,000. Yeah, yeah,
0: there's no negotiation here.
1: I want him to feel empowered at all times. So so since you gave me two, I'm going to give you two. The first one is don't start with the that voice. I don't know how else to say it, but the like
0: Neo. Right, that kind of like, yeah, you tone where it starts and goes down and you comes up. that you you're not supposed to be that, doing that. Right, yeah.
1: And then, you know, make it clean. And then the second would be... Be prepared to be like, okay, buddy. And it's kind, you know, like,
0: okay, I'm going to take it outside. I like what you said about like, it's direct, it's clear, but it it's also not blaming. Like, it's not your fault that you didn't remember that that's an outside digger, but it's an outside digger and you're going to take it outside. I do think I come in with like, it's, it's got a little bit of that blaming, like you should know better. And I like that. I like that tip a lot. I, w- I want to work on that. What's number two?
1: No, that was it. the you and the and then the, the prolongedness of the conversation. like I don't know, it just sounded like it was long drawn out. And meanwhile, I'm just thinking about the floors being scratched in the process for five minutes. I'll give an ultra parent tip. and I think the again, the concept of ultra parent is actually how we do it together.
0: Right, right. Here's one thing that I've been struggling with and I'd love your advice on. I'm struggling with this like independence versus helping. Where, like, at school, they kind of have this approach where we want them to create independence. Where they're like, you know, we want them to take their own shoes off and put their own boots on before they go outside. Like, you know, it's all about this. They want the lunch containers that they can open by themselves and do that. That makes sense. They're trying to maintain their sanity at school and one teacher with eight yeah, and kids. Yeah, they're trying to teach them. They're trying to teach them. I get it. You know. I have been thinking about this a lot with Neo with like getting dressed. You know, i always get him dressed. Now he's two and a half. I don't know when kids start getting themselves dressed and I'm sure that it varies, but there's all kinds of things with that where I have, I have kind of, and this is kind of true in my life. Sometimes it's like done for people what they can do for themselves. Right. And because it's more efficient, it's like, I'm, I listen, I'm just going to do that, you know, and then it's we're going to be done with it. I also don't want to be this parent that's just like figure it out, you know, you're on your own. Like he likes when I help and he's good at asking for help. So, I'm just trying to balance that and I'd love your insight on it.
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Here's what I will say. It's also occurring to me and I'm not really sure what to do, but here are my thoughts on it. One is the fact that you're noticing this means that we're hitting that place of like, oh, it's time, right? So it it might not have been time, but now it's time. And so we're, because you mentioned it, we're on the right trajectory. It's happening. The second thing is, is I think you're, you make a great point. Everything takes longer with him. We take, we walk up the stairs and I'm just like, this is an amazingly slow pace. So then to add in a teaching moment on top of that, then we're like slowing it down to the degree that it almost feels like impossible, not just inefficient, like how are we going to get on with life, period. The third is like we're trying to navigate like is he really ready we don't know like you said i don't know when kids
0: that's that's key for me that one is key for me yeah
1: like i don't know when kids start to dress themselves either you know this isn't the next question i can ask a friend today you know i don't want to fight with him in the morning like put your feet in here and he doesn't know how right like what is the balance
0: i mean i've been trying to practice with him with shirts a little bit and i'll like put the shirt over his head and i'll be like get your arms in he always puts it through the head hole. He's like, yeah, <laughs> no, right up the side of his face. He probably
1: hits it in the armhole for me.
0: Oh, well. I want. Think- <laughs>
1: No, but I mean, you're right. You're just, you know, good job. And you just pick it up and put it over and whatever. Good yeah. job, buddy. You know, over here.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we're going to ask people and or people are going to reach out after the show and be like, oh, my kid is two and he totally dresses himself and ties his shoes and puts on a bow tie. 100%. And then there's going to be like, oh, my kid didn't dress herself till they were
1: 14. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. And that's that's what's most important is how do how do we do it for Neo? I will say that I think that we do too much for him. I think we do too much for him. You know, I've been thinking a lot about how much attention we give him. And one of the things that keeps coming back is this age of the like gentle parenting approach and the attunement. And so at what point does like the difference between parent-centered and child-centered and I remember this woman saying to me, she had three kids. I worked with her a long time ago. And she said, we sleep trained our kids because it's a parent-centered household because if the parents are well and rested and have their needs met, they can give the kids anything that they need. That really stuck with me because at the time at 20-something, early 20s, I thought, huh, I doubt I will do it that way. But i have it's the oxygen mask metaphor and we know that that works.
0: It's funny that you say you think we do too much for Neo because when I am out in public with Neo... And there are other kids and parents around. I feel like he's very independent and I'm not. So
1: he is naturally independent, but. Because like
0: I'm not doing everything for him. I don't know.
1: No, no, no. He is very independent naturally. What I'm talking about is every time he opens his mouth. What was that? What did you need? What's going on? It's the attunement piece. And then there's the self-independent play piece, which he's getting better at. But it's, it's about, like, can he occupy himself? Like, what if I ignored him? What if I'm in the car talking to a friend sitting next to me and I ignored him?
0: Because I don't. What? Yeah, I mean, I hear that. What, what, what parent have you seen where their kid's asking a question and even though they're talking to you? Now, and we do say this. Where we're like, I'm having a conversation right now. Can you hold on? No, like but my like... friend's
1: kids uh, will be talking in the background and they're just not responding to them right away. It, okay, the ones with three that. kids. Yeah. Yeah. And not because they're overworked and overwhelmed, but because that's just like, that's the dynamic. I'll be curious if we get to have a second kid, what that's going to look like, because our capacity will just generally be lower. But one of my friends who we talked about this, I mean, she's approaching it the same way we do as a gentle, attuned parent and the importance of that, not the you're seen, not heard mentality. But, you know, she said... Back in the day, kids just were around. They were, everybody was integrated. The whole community lived together. It wasn't parent-centric or child-centric. It was community-centric. And so the adaptation is, is that there are multiple places to go to get your needs met as opposed to always from the bottom up, always from kid up. And that there was some ignoring because women yeah. had to work and men were working and everybody was doing their stuff. And it's that it's actually been, there are some people who talk about how exhausting it can be to come home and then be like, like I sit, I think about sitting on the carpet and just watching him play. It's like, why can't I just be doing laundry?
0: Yeah. I constantly get a little frustrated and I know that what I understand you talking about is back in the day, like many generations ago and more like different societies rather than kind of the modern society, not back in the day in 1987. I guess I generally and so I hear that and I, I'm more aligned with that. I hear that term back in the day and I get a it triggers me a little bit just because it's used so often by people as a way to bypass the realities of kind of the modern situation, you know, or the evolution like the, or the evolution. Like we're not we're in a different time. I just don't. I, I, but I hear you. I, I just you. wonder
1: if the pendulum has swung, and we might find this nice center ground. I just—it's
0: yeah. just like you say back in the day, and everybody over the age of fifty just starts to salivate. Yeah, no, they're it's, like, true. it's know, true. It's true. It's true. And it's like, whoa, but slow you know, down. We know traveling... you were much cooler, and you did everything better, and you know, right.
1: But you know, when I I've traveled in Central America, and I you see like kids just come along, like they're along, and they're actually really well behaved. They just yeah. come along, and I I think about what's the balance between too much attention and not enough attention because neglect and the you're seen not heard and the I totally missed all the signs and signals that you were giving me that you had a need to be met that it was actually my yeah. job as a parent to be met meets what does it look like when a kid and I've said that before is like one of the reasons I think a sibling might be nice for Neo is I don't know that he wants that much attention.
0: Yeah. I totally agree with that. And I do think that, like, in a lot of other countries, the the cultures are much more geared around a community model and around—and children are, you know, more well-behaved. I have my own, like, experiences of seeing that firsthand in different countries. I get frustrated with people blaming parents. And I'll be more specific, uh, blaming American parents for this because I think that a lot of that dynamic— is factors that the parents don't necessarily control. But yet we put the burden of solution and of guilt on like, well, kids these days aren't being raised like this. We put that directly on the individual and directly on the parents without recognizing the broader cultural and society factors that they're having to navigate while also doing this.
1: I will say, we are doing the absolute best we can. And I feel very confident about that. So you're right. Like, considering what we have and the circumstances at hand, we are doing the best we can. Yeah, I mean, considering
0: the fact that most younger parents maybe can't afford a a house in a nice, safe neighborhood where they can let their kids out at dawn and they don't come back in till we ring the dinner bell in the (laughs) evening or something like that. Like, come on. I hear you. Yeah, so, right. And just things to are re- more urbanized. Things are, I mean, Right, but you know,
1: just to reiterate what you said, younger people in America are suffering from the economic disparities. The dollar isn't what it used to be. So you're right. They can't buy the house that our parents bought in the early 80s in the nice, safe neighborhood because it's just like money doesn't work the same. So then you're, t- yeah, I mean, I hear that. So the circumstances are different. Can we consider that, please? The thing I wanted to say, though, in regard to you and your question is that and this this is for me too. And this is this comes up for me around the he calls my name and I'm right there. Like, what do you need? Buddy? Yeah. And I think the same for you is what does it look like to watch somebody struggle? What does it look like to watch him struggle to get his shorts on? What does it look like for me to push the pause button when he calls for me, especially if I'm like right in the middle of something I need to be doing. So can I handle that moment where I'm like, it's the same thing we learned with sleep training stuff. It's like they cry and do we respond instantly? And I'll never forget the yeah, most gentle the wait.
0: Wait is the first thing that you do. Just
1: pause for pause. a minute. The most compelling example that we were ever given about sleep training is if your kid is crying in their car seat in the car, you would never take them out of the car seat on the highway. It's like, can we just be patient through the discomfort and see what happens next without causing suffering? You know, like if the kid can't stop crying and is truly suffering in the car, you pull over. Eventually, but that's not the first thing you do every time. So that's what I would say. Yeah, I think I think you're right.
0: I I mean, I'm totally with you. You know, I, I remember watching something and they were talking about, you know, one of the things was just talking about how like, it's less important for a kid to get it right than it is for them to learn how to problem solve. And I think that that's what you're talking about, like giving space for them to be independent in their ability to problem solve a situation and not automatically fixing it for them because it's the quicker, more efficient way to go about it.
1: My parenting tip would be let them make a lot of decisions and let them be really messy in it. Like Neo is really liking to poop his pants, but then sit on his little potty to put the poop in. And that's so messy and such a burden and so but I I will let him do that because I know that somewhere that is a him getting to have control and autonomy over his body and b somehow getting him towards potty training I almost even though we didn't see it happen when he drew on the wall I loved that after he drew with the color with the green crayon on the wall he took the broom and tried to sweep it off the wall like, I liked seeing that. And I almost, if I. Did we
0: clean that up, by the way? Yeah. Oh, okay. I,
1: yeah, we we missed. I was
0: like, I haven't noticed it. We right? mystery
1: or erased it. Yeah. But I just, i like today, he wanted to eat chocolate in the bed. And I was like, this is going to take me managing it. And I was like, of course you can. Let's do it. And I was like, but I'm going to hold it like this because we don't want to get crumbles in the bed. It was such a cool thing. Just let them do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Safely
0: yeah yeah that's awesome I think that's great I mean you're good at being able to manage that I love you I love you too thank you for the conversation
1: thanks y'all for listening and participating we always have a great time with you
0: and if you enjoy the podcast please go online and rate review share this with your friends this is the way that we build this community yeah All right. Bye. bye